0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is mornings with the Holy Spirit pressing into the presence and power of God. Listen, our church is down here in Fort Lauderdale, guys. Come on over. The Holy Spirit is moving. Christ is exalted in every service, ten forty-seven a.m., one thirty p.m. That's where you'll find me. Two different messages. A lot of people stay for both services because there's two different messages. We're getting empowered. We're empowering you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. I want to remind you of one resource over there at SchoolOfTheSpirit.tv, the School of Deliverance. God is raising up a new breed of deliverance ministers, and maybe you've never seen yourself that way. I got thrust into deliverance ministry before I knew how to cast out a demon. I learned in the early days by trial and error, (laughs) casting out demons from a friend of mine who was manifesting. I didn't know what was going on, but the Lord has since taught me over the last 20 years, and I want to teach you. School of Deliverance is over there at schoolofthespirit.com. TV. Welcome to the Ignite Network family. Welcomes to the Awakening Prayer Hubs family. Welcome to all of you listening to the sound of my voice. I'm so honored that you joined me. Today we're reading a devotion from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, I, uh, no, 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 that was yesterday's. Here's today's, Think About My Love. Think about My love. And here's what I heard the Lord say Think things in your heart that I've said about you in my word. Mm, I want to read that again. Think things in your heart that I've said about you in my word. Think of your victory and think of your breakthrough and think of your healing and think of your prosperity and think of your prodigals coming home. And think of me, for I love you, says the Lord. Think about my love. Think about the peace I promised you. Think about the joy unspeakable and full of glory that is ordained for you. Think about what I have said in the past seasons. Make a divine exchange, says the Lord. Think my thoughts instead of the enemy's thoughts. Come on, isn't that powerful? that is a powerful prophecy come on that is a powerful utterance from heaven think in your heart the things i've said about you in my word today's scripture references psalm 10 29 through 31 and psalm 94 14 now the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional victory decrees father help me recall what your word has said about me so my emotions can line up with your thoughts toward me draw me close when the enemy tries to defy your love i decree every skewed mirror the enemy tempts me to gaze into is shattered i declare i walk in victory healing breakthrough prosperity and peace in jesus name amen and amen father we praise you this morning because your thoughts towards us are good so help us lord today to think your thoughts. We praise you this morning because you are seated high above the circle of the earth thinking about us. We thank you this morning that you are in control of everything all the time, everywhere. You are sovereign. You are all powerful. You are almighty, the almighty God. You are the almighty God. You're not the some mighty God, the half mighty God, the partial mighty God. You are the almighty God. All might belongs to you. All strength belongs to you. We belong to you. The nations are as a drop in the bucket to you. We thank you, Lord, because you are sovereign. You are truly sovereign truly aware of all things you've not forgotten about us you see our pain you see our woes you see the trouble you see the trials you see the tribulation you see all the worry and you have a solution you're not just a God who sees you're a God who solves you're not just a God who sees you're a God who solves You're not just a God who sees, you're a God who solves our problems. If we just ask you, we can see our problems. We know you see our problems. We don't want to just complain about our problems. We want to solve our problems. So help us look to the one who not just sees, but who solves. Somebody needs to write that down. That's a good word. Help us, Lord, to look to the one who sees all things. Help us, Lord, to look to the one who sees the end from the beginning. Come on, who sees our end from our beginning. Help us, Lord, to look to you, the God who sees the stumbling blocks along the path and knows the way around them. Help us, God, to look to you, the God who sees the challenges and has a solution. (laughs) I just saw a vision of a man pulling a small pad out of his back pocket. And it was a solutions book. Listen, God already has all your solutions written in the book, not just the Bible, but the book that your life is written in. David said, all my days are written in a book. God has all the solutions already figured out. He doesn't even have to write them down because it's all in him. He is the solution. God has all of your days written in a book. He already knows everything he has planned for you. He already knows how you're going to get around the devil. He already knows how you're going to get through that fire. He already knows how you're going to get over that wall. He already knows how you're going to climb that mountain. He already knows how you're going to, he already knows. He's got a solutions book. He's the answer man. He is the wise and holy one of Israel. He is the one who is omniscient. Who knows everything. So, Father, we praise you this morning because you're not just the God, you're not just the God who sees, but you're the God who knows. It wouldn't do as much good if you just saw it but didn't know how to fix it. it you wouldn't be uh, an all powerful, almighty God if you were just aware of the issue but didn't have any way to solve the issue. But you are both. You are our everything. And we lift up your name. We praise your name. You are the ultimate prophetic solutionist. You have the answer before the problem arises. You see the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. Nothing escapes you. Nothing gets by you. Nothing rattles you. Nothing shakes you. So help us, Lord, to look to you. The author of our faith, the finisher of our faith, the author of the solutions, the one who helps us cross the finish line. He who began a good work in us is faithful to complete the work that he started. He will finish what he started. God, would you help us? Would you help us, Lord? The Lord just reminded me of a revelation he gave me many years ago, and he wants me to release this to you today. Listen to me closely. Listen to me closely. Listen to me closely many years ago the Lord gave me a revelation of the key of finishing the key of finishing it's the key of finishing hear me well the Holy Spirit brought this to my heart just now here's the thing you can't see the increase of a thing until you finish a thing you understand Jesus didn't see The reward the prize he was hanging on a cross he had his eyes on the prize but he could never attain the prize until he finished Jesus hung on the cross right before he died he said it is finished what if he had gotten off the cross like the Pharisees wanted him to do what if he had decided not to get on the cross to begin with what if in the garden he just decided you know what I'm gonna do my will instead of the father's will no Jesus finished he couldn't have secured our salvation unless he finished back in the old testament the they they rebuilt the temple and the bible says when the temple was dedicated when solomon well, he built the first temple when solomon dedicated the temple the bible says the glory of the lord filled the temple so much so that the priests could not stand to minister that is how thick the glory of God was. Can you imagine? The glory of God invaded the temple, filled the temple. It was so thick that the priests could not stand up to minister. But guess what? That glory, listen, that glory did not come until the temple was finished. That glory didn't, there was a there's a key of finishing. That's why Paul said, this one thing I do, I'm not looking at all that stuff behind, but this one thing I do, I forget what lies behind, and I press on to the mark of the prize to which God in Christ has called me upward. Because he understood the key of finishing. He understood that the reward, the breakthrough didn't come until he had finished executing the plan that God gave him. And we are at a time right now where many people have many things that are halfway done. I see you out there i see you out there i see you out there you have things that you started that you didn't finish and guess what you can never get the increase from something you didn't finish you can bake a cake put it in a pan and leave it sitting out if you don't put that cake in the oven you can't eat it because it's not finished you could be writing a book for five ten years but you cannot publish that book until it is finished therefore you cannot see the increase. You cannot see the benefit. You cannot see the reward. And so I'm speaking to this enemy. I'm speaking to those this morning. I'm speaking to those this morning who have half done projects, half baked cakes, half written books, half renovated homes. And some of you have a lot of half read books. I'm asking you to get ready to receive. Because God is going to give you the grace to finish. Who wants that today? If you want that today, say amen. If you want that today, if you if you believe that God can give you the grace to finish, if you believe that you do need to finish something, somebody need to finish your taxes. You got a refund coming, but you, you get your, the penalties are going to eat away your refund if you don't get it finished. If you believe that today, if you believe God can give you the grace to finish, say Amen. I want to pray into that for the next few minutes father we thank you for your goodness that you reminded me today of this key of finishing thank you Lord today that you reminded me of this revelation in a suddenly moment because so many of your people need this grace father help us first of all to remember those things that we started with such a passion and somehow this year or the last several years have caused us to forget about that passionate pursuit help us Lord to remember those things that we started that we really legitimately we just absolutely forgot about them because of the trials the the issues of life the world all the things going on we really we really we really were intent on doing that we know that you spoke to us to do these things come on this is what I'm talking about let me qualify this. I'm not talking about your fleshly passions, my fleshly passions. I'm talking about the things God told us to do that we didn't finish. All right. There's they, listen, I need to qualify this. Some of you, some of you started things that you don't need to finish because God wasn't in it. Understand, right? Cause we don't want to do that. We don't want the Ishmael. We don't want to waste our time, our effort, our energy. Doing things that God didn't call. He's not going to give us the grace to finish something he didn't call us to start. Anything that was born of the spirit will last and it will survive and it will thrive. If it was born of the flesh, it'll never survive. So we don't want to, we don't want to finish it. We need to let those things go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He just reminded me of that. So if you start to go finish some things, you realize there's no grace. And I've prayed for you to have grace. And you've received the grace. And you believe the grace. And you know there's, it was God. You're going to be able to do it. Some some of you need to cut some things loose. Come on, I'm pray teaching to this morning. So, Father, remind us of those things that you told us to start. Remind us of those projects that, that are God-inspired, that, that you breathed on. We were running. We had momentum, some of us, and all of a sudden, life just took a spin, took a turn, took a whirl. And we completely forgot about that because of the trials, because of the fires, because... A family member died because of a, a pandemic hit the earth because of a election, because of a personal crisis, because some grief in our heart, we forgot. Remind us of those things that you want us to resume. Remind us of those projects, those, those things, those relationships that you want us to pick up. And Father, we repent if, if we've, if we have just neglected, if we've procrastinated, if we have just, taking our hand off the plow because it just seemed too hard. Lord, forgive us for that. We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to rob somebody else of the blessing that comes from our finishing. Because when we increase the body increases, the whole church increases, we don't, we don't want to be half hearted over something you called us to do just because it's too hard. Give us a new perspective on the things that we've procrastinated about. Give us a new perspective on those things that, we know we should do them, but oh, it's inconvenient. We know it's a good opportunity, but it's time consuming. We're going to have to disrupt our schedule. It's going to require more effort than we feel like we can give. Give us a new perspective on those things that we were once passionate about. Those things that seemed, wow, what a great opportunity. Everybody would die to have this opportunity. Wow, this is awesome. And somehow now we treat it lightly or with contempt as if it's an inconvenience. Help us to remember our passion forgive us our sins and cleanse us from unrighteousness now father in the name of Jesus I ask you to pour out the grace of finishing because Lord you always finish what you start Jesus was our model on the cross Jesus was our model in raising up the disciples he said I've not lost one except the son of perdition as it's written in scripture I have raised these disciples up to carry on my message. I have finished the work that you've given me to do. That's what Jesus said to the father. He finished it. Then he finished the ultimate work on the cross. Help us Lord. Help us Lord. Give us that grace of finishing. Give us that, that, that deep desire, that passion to push through the warfare. Give us the strategies and the wisdom to find solutions to the issues, the, the obstacles that stopped us from finishing those things we ran into that just seemed too hard those things those obstacles those challenges the warfare that we ran into we were running our race with vigor with momentum and er, we hit a wall and we didn't know what to do and we asked you but we didn't hear anything and we got distracted and all these things happened, and now we've got all these half-done projects but help us Lord we don't want half-done projects we want to finish So give us the grace to finish our projects. Give us the grace to to finish what we started in Christ. Give us the grace to finish what we started by the leadership of your spirit. Give us the grace to finish the things that you told us to put our hand to. Because your word says that everything we put our hand to will prosper. You tell us everything that we put our hand to, and we know that that means that whatever we put our hand to, that he tells us to put our hand to. When he tells us to put our hand to something, we're supposed to prosper and of course the enemy comes like a flood but god will raise up a standard so father would you help us to stand help us to walk again help us to to put our hand in that plow again help us lord to to hear your voice to understand your leadership how you're leading and guiding us to the finish line <laughs> i just <laughs> i just felt the joy that you're going to feel when you cross that finish line can you just 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 take a moment and think about how you're going to feel when you meet that that goal when you finish that project? Some of you, it, it's relief that you're going to feel. <laughs> Some of you, it's just really burdened, like that. That's something that's just been nagging you, nagging you, nagging you, nagging you. It doesn't seem like there's a great reward in doing it. It's just something that you have to do. Maybe it's taxes. Maybe it's a a, a refinance of your home. Maybe maybe it's going to the dentist and getting some issues worked out there that that you know you know you need to deal with but you don't want to maybe some of you it's not some great you know monetary financial or spiritual breakthrough maybe it's just getting that nagging stuff off your heart and off your head that stuff that stresses you out come on can we be real just 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 Oh, just take a deep breath and what's going to feel like when you get all those little nagging issues dealt with, when you finish that stuff, you know, how heavy that weighs on you and the, and, 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 and how that hinders, you know, your, your joy and your peace. Take a moment to, to think about how joyful you're going to be when, 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 when you, when you, when you, when you finish re- renovating your house or, 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 or when you, uh, you know, whatever it is that your goal is, I don't know what your what you haven't finished when you finish writing that book how about that when you finish the deep cleaning on your house how about that think about that joy I just felt the joy you're gonna feel a minute ago and it was good Is it, joy unspeakable and full of glory so father help us to see the end from the beginning and the glory that's in it help us Lord to see and to feel your pleasure in the finishing even beyond our pleasure, your pleasure. Help us to feel your pleasure in completing that which you told us to do. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on the prize so that we can stay motivated. The prize is the pleasure of the Lord. He loves you. The Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand, pleasure forevermore. Do you know how proud he is of you? Do you know how much he loves you? Do you know how happy he's going to be when you, he's going to be happier when you finish that book than you are. He's going to be happier when you get that marriage counseling than you will be. And you're going to be happy. Some of you have trouble in your marriage and you've been putting off counseling. You've been putting off taking a vacation and just sitting down together and talking. Father, we just let that procrastinate. We just lay that procrastination down at the foot of the cross. And we ask you, Lord. To give us the grace of finishing, the grace of finishing. And we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Apart from you, we can't do it, but we're not apart from you. We are in you, and you are in us, and your grace is sufficient. Somebody needs to hear that. Father, we thank you that your grace is sufficient. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your grace is sufficient. Grace of finishing. He's given you a key today. Now it's up to you to use it by faith. Amen. In Jesus name. You know why he had me pray about that key of finishing? Because there are new opportunities. Listen, it listen. If this is helping you, if this has helped you so far, tag a friend, share it in a group that you're in that you feel like it would help other people as well, okay? Don't let's not keep this to ourselves. That was a good word that the Lord gave us, the key of finishing. But do you know why because sometimes we can't start a new thing till we finish an old thing. Now, I know we have habits of starting five books at a time. I do that, too. But, you know, it takes me longer to get through one book if I'm reading five books. <laughs> right? I know that, you know, when I do, when I clean my house, I'm like a, a deep cleaner and it takes me half the day just to do one little section and the rest of it doesn't seem like it was touched because it wasn't. But that one part's really clean. That's good. But I still didn't finish cleaning the house. You understand? So he wanted to give us the grace to finish because there are so many new opportunities coming. And if you've got all this unfinished stuff, it's harder to grab hold of the new thing. And if you have a pattern or a habit of starting things you don't finish, then why would God even give you a new opportunity to begin with? Think about it. If he gives us opportunities and we never finish, if he gives us opportunities and we never follow through, if he gives us opportunities and we stop every time the devil says, boo, why would he give us more opportunity? We don't want to squander the opportunity. Amen. So I'm going to read this prophecy and we're going to pray through. That's why he gave us that grace of finishing. You're going to finish. We're going to pray through seeing the opportunity. So let me read the prophecy so we can pray. The Lord told me this is a season of unprecedented opportunities, a season of opportunities that eye has not seen and ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man. Lord says, I love you, and I will cause you to prosper in the midst of a whirlwind. I will cause you to rise up, even when the world is trying to bring you down. And the Lord says, I will give you eyes to see. I will give you ears to hear. Even things that were right under your nose that you could not see before, I will illuminate them to you. And you will see, and you will seize. You will see, and you will seize. You will hear, and you will know, says the Lord. And I am handing out keys to doors of opportunity. And I'm giving you the power to lift up windows of opportunity. To go through to places that you've not been before. Says the Lord. Amen. He says, I will give you eyes to see. You will see. And you will seize. So we want to pray through this. We want to see. We want to be able to see. We really want to see the God opportunities. So Father, we thank you today. We surrender our eyes to you. Come on. We surrender our eyes to you, God. Lord, give us eyes only for you and that which you would have us to look upon. We surrender our eyes to you, God. Give us eyes to see, to focus on what you would have us to focus on, the opportunities that are before us. Help us to see them. Help us, Lord, not to get distracted. So distracted. Oh, I just break the... Assignment of the enemy to distract you. I just see that so strongly. So many of you, it's like you just get so distracted from the main thing. There's all these distractions, demonic distractions, fleshly distractions, earthly distractions. We break the power of distraction over our life that causes us to miss the God opportunity or to neglect the God opportunity once we've grabbed hold of it. We thank you, Lord. We ask you to open our eyes. Psalm 8, Psalm 119, 18 says, open my eyes, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. In other words, open my eyes to the scriptures, open my eyes to revelation, open my eyes to what you're saying to me, the of word right now, We walk by faith and not by sight, but we've got to see it so we can seize it. God told Abraham, look up at the stars, count them if you can so shall the number of your descendants be. You can see it. You can have it. So open our eyes, God, help us. We want to walk by faith and by sight. In this sense, we want to see clearly the opportunities that you are opening the door to. We want to see. We don't want to be full. We want to miss it. We don't want our biases to cause us not to take on something that you plainly put before before us. Help us, Lord. Open our eyes. Open our eyes and I cancel every assignment of the enemy to blind your eyes or to cloud your eyes uh, that that your uh, eyes would be filled with tears from pain of the past season so that you don't see the opportunity of the new season. I break the power of the enemy that tries to dull your eyes and dim your vision. And I ask you, Lord, to heal the eyes of those who have been hurt so bad that they're seeing askew. Heal the hearts and heal the eyes of those who have been frustrated and angry and upset and in pain and grief so that they don't miss what you have for them in this season. Let your healing balm of Gilead just pour over them in the name of Jesus so their eyes will be sharp. Their eyes will be bright and light in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us to lift up our eyes. Open our eyes that we May see Elisha prayed for a servant that God would open his eyes so he could see. So I'm praying for you. And I'm asking God to open your eyes so that you can see his glory, so that you can see his beauty, so that you can see what is in his word, even the beauty of creation and the opportunities. But you know what the greatest thing is? Seeing his glory, seeing his beauty. Because if you can focus on that, if we can see that, we can keep our eyes and our mind on that. The opportunities will be easy to discern. Amen. The opportunities will be easy to discern. The opportunities will be so easy to discern. So open the eyes of our heart, God. Open the eye. Restore our spiritual sight. Restore our vision. Where the enemy has come in with a flood of discouragement. Where the enemy has come in with just so much warfare to try to get us to stop. (laughs) Help us, Lord, to stand. To stand and see the salvation of the Lord <laughs> to stand and see the salvation of the Lord, to stand and see the deliverance of the Lord, to stand and see the opportunities of the Lord. Help us, Lord, to stand. Now we're back to square one, aren't we? Help us, Lord, to stand. This was the the pre-show revelation that the podcast listeners never get to hear. Help us Lord, to stand and see the salvation of the Lord help us Lord to stand and see the prosperity of the Lord help us to stand and see the healing of the Lord help us Lord to stand and see the opportunities that you are bringing into our lives give us eyes to see we don't want to be foolish and senseless people who have eyes but can't see and ears can't hear and a heart that doesn't understand show us your way Help us to walk on your path. Your light, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So help us walk in the light. Help us to see what you see. Instead of what the enemy keeps trying to show us. I see that, Lord. So many of you, the enemy has tricked you into looking at all the negative stuff, the He has you looking through eyes of fear instead of eyes of love. Some of you are looking through eyes of rejection instead of eyes of acceptance. Some of you are looking through eyes of delay instead of eyes of divine. And God is saying, let me reset your eyes so I can show you things to come and you will believe what I show you. Father, we will believe what you show us. So show us things to come, show us the opportunities so that we can prepare for them. Like we prayed yesterday, show us the opportunities, show us what's coming, or at least show us how to prepare for what's coming so that we're prepared when it comes. God, we love you and you alone are enough, but we know that you have great works for us to do. We know that you have a great work for us to do. We know that you have something that only we are supposed to do the unique calling on our life. So give us eyes to see the unprecedented opportunities in this season. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Is that good? You got it. Now you got the grace to finish the old thing. And you got, what did God do today? told us to stand. You got the grace to finish. And you're going to do that. And you've got eyes to see the new thing. You know, many years ago when I was a freelance journalist, I got up very early in the morning. I've always gotten up very early in the morning. Not as early as I'm getting up now, but very early. And because I got up so early in the morning, I was the first one to receive emails from editors looking for a freelancer. They would email five or six or seven freelance writers, say, who wants this job? But because I was already in my chair working at 630 in the morning, I got all the jobs. (laughs) I got, well, you're a hog. No, I'm not a hog. I was hungry. I was a single mother. I had to pay the bills. And I got up and I caught the worm. The early bird catches the worm. And I got all the jobs, all the jobs I could handle. And that's part of the reason I was so prosperous. Because I rose early in the morning to seek and to see and to hear and to know that opportunity. Some of you might have to make some small tweaks in your life to see the opportunity. Maybe you need some more alone time. God just adjusted my arising time. I was getting up at 4 and I'm getting up at 345. It was just 15 minutes. But boy, what a big difference 15 minutes makes. I'm telling you the truth. Can I put my life coach hat on for just a moment? Boy, what a, what a difference 15 minutes makes. You might think, why, you know, I'm going to have to get up two hours early to be quiet. No, what a difference 15 minutes makes. What a difference 15 minutes makes. Give them 15 minutes extra. See what happens. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to remind you, you can take this Dream Wild course over at schoolofthespirit.tv. It's schoolofthespirit.tv, Dream Wilder. Guys, I want to take 30 seconds to tell you how you can sew since I know so many of you want to sow? i'm going to read these off to you in 30 seconds we do depend on your donations and partnerships to do a lot of what we do and so we always appreciate it this if this broadcast is blessing you there's three ways you can sew number one you can share this broadcast with somebody right that's easy everybody can do that you don't have to have a dollar in your pocket to hit a share button right you can also sow into my life by praying for me you can join my intercessory prayer circle, prayforjennifer.com. Prayforjennifer.com. Amen. And you can also sow a financial seed, which helps us to advance the messages. You can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate, jenniferleclair.org slash donate. All the different ways to give are there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give text the word pray 754 2161 text the word pray 754 701 you can use the paypal paypal is paypal.me you can use the venmo venmo is at jennifer leclair you can use the po box 30563 fort lauderdale florida 33303 you want to send a holiday card uh, gift card a thank you note whatever that's not a digital item. You can do that at P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Amen. God is good all the time. Keep standing. Father, I pray that you would bless us indeed, enlarge our territory, that your hand would be with us, that you would keep us from evil, that we may not cause pain. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Have a great day, guys. I love you. Be back with you later. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper?